I was surrounded by a pack of wolves. Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. The planet of good vibes. It's time! All right, all right, all right. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. We are blasting off to the galaxy of good vibes. In the front. Five, four, three, two, and one. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Airplanet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Hingham. And if you are new to the show, it is so great to have you here because you showed up for a great time ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the show, the show is all about three things. Good vibes, great people, and glorious stories. So if you're into that, stick around. I think you're going to like what I got for you. And um, today, we have a man of many talents, needless to say. Devler. The mentor in my life who comes from the heartland of Montana. Mm. On location. On location. On mm. the spot. That's where we are. And, you know, I could go with so many accolades, but he's Stephen Pitts, and we've got Stephen Pitts in the building tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll give it up for Stephen. Round of applause. Fired up to have him here. Stephen, how you doing? It's great to see you. Uh, it is an absolute pleasure to finally be on the Hand Planet podcast. Uh, I'm, the only thing I'm kind of disappointed with in the, the startup is that I don't get to hear the Lion King yep. theme song. That really it's one of my all time well, it's the all time favorite Disney song. So uh, it, it, it's so it's so good. It, Anytime I hear it, I'm just like it hypes me up when I'm getting into the mood for yeah. the hand planet. It it sets the uh the vibe. It does. Yeah. We should have we should have set that up. Maybe had one of my niece or nephew sing it for us. But Yeah, we add that in after after. Yeah. yeah okay. But um people for that. It's a good it's a hook. I use it as a yeah. the energy yeah, igniter. Like I said, it pumps me up. I love to hear it, Stephen. So to get us going, what is something most people don't know about you? If you've seen the, the show before, you know I love asking this question, and I am mm. fired up for your answer, Stephen. I got a good answer, but first I'd like to thank um, a couple of my corporate sponsors. Sure. That I'm in no way, shape, or form actually affiliated with, and nothing I say and or do represents either of these fine quality com or fine quality companies. Absolutely. Uh, we got Fairlife. We just love them. Uh, the McCluskey family is near and dear to our hearts. Very near and dear. Um, Troy's Weber. been on. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Speaking of legends, he's a legend. He is. Uh, and then. The uh, the company that's going to pay for my niece and nephew's college tuition, absolute ribbon. Shout out to Andrew, my brother-in-law. He's the uh, the sponsor that literally paid for the beer. A great and beer, yeah. A red, white, and blue beer. Pops, blue ribbon, blue ribbon. Drink it, blue ribbon. 
Core power, obviously, 26 grams of protein, no chalky. Yeah. Love the no chalky. It's just, it's nice. It goes down smooth. Yep. I hate, I hate drinking chalk. Yeah. Um, and the perfect segue being that yeah. the morning of something that I've done that most people don't know about me, other than if you've heard the story, um, is I had a core power to start off the day. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, so the thing that nobody knows about me, unless you know me, is uh, I feel like I'm a world record holder um, or that I've just done something that no one else has done, which is on one day, uh, Saturday and the end of August in about 2015, I was surrounded by a pack of wolves uh, up in the mountains doing some scouting for elk. And yep. uh, how many wolves are we talking? We're Three, talking, we talking nine. We're talking eight. We're talking eight. We're talking eight. Basically nine. But closer to nine than, than three. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, they were inside, you know, 50 to 75 yards. Um, pretty close. Pretty close. Yep. In your neck of the woods. And then, yep. 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 They're hanging out. Uh, it was uh, one of the coolest experiences. I haven't had them get that close. And uh, of course, me being the intelligent person that I am, instead of getting out of the situation, I saw how close I could get. Yep. Um, that's about how close they let me get. Most of the pack took off the main alpha, we'll call them. What color were they? Um, mostly just that kind of gray brindle color. There was one one black black one, but that was about it. Um, and uh, yeah, try to get close. We spent like 20 minutes playing this little game of like, he'd come close to me, I'd come close to him, howling at me, yipping at me for 20 minutes. It was, it was a cool experience. Insane, really cool. insane teeth. I mean, larger than not a dog, not a dog. You, yeah. I always say, if you, uh, people always ask, well, how do you know it was a wolf? And I was like, not a coyote. It's like, well, if you ever see a wolf, you, you know, instantly. Yeah. They are gigantic. Yeah. Gigantic. Yeah. So, needless to say, the elk hunting wasn't going to be great when there's a pack of wolves there. So, I, uh, got back out of Dodge, got back to Missoula. And on the way home, my buddy said, Hey, I'm going to play golf early morning. You want to go with me? So, okay, so we get up early, sure. go out and play. And on the 17th hole, Larchmont Golf Course, 156 yards, put yep. in about 159, back spun it right in the hole for an ace. And the rest, as they say, is history. What hole is this uh, on the course? This is 17, part three. Just mm. clutch. Yep. Finishing strong. Finished strong. Uh, it was a horrendous round, but that, as they say, kept me coming back for more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so there it is. There's so my, the, my world record. You're the first man to escape eight blood-eating, man-eating, yeah. blood-drinking, man-eating wolves mm -hmm. in the Montana wilderness yep. and then shoot a hole-in-one. Right. Yeah. And one quick caveat. That's definitely. To the, uh, it's got to be close. I mean, there's I mean, at least top three. There's got to be. If there was, yeah. There can't be more than three guys in the yeah, I would assume. Would they, they'd, I guess they'd have to escape more wolves or, or, or yeah. double eagle. Or double eagle. That's the only way. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little caveat to the wolf thing too, is I mistakenly forgot to have any weapons with me. And by mistakenly, I just didn't even think about it. So I had Weren't my you out caribou. Well, no, I was on elk. No, not caribou. Oh. Those are it's right it's here. Texan, but, Texan yeah, Texan, yeah, it's North, but, uh, so I had bear spray and a bear grill survival knife. So that's, that's kind of, when I look back on it, it wasn't maybe the smartest decision, but it yeah. work. We're here. Here we are. Have you killed a bear? Uh, yes. Can we get? Can we dive into that? Um, it was kind of a sad story, but 
you know, death. Still not well. But yeah, I killed a bear. It was great. Vicious bear? No, they're not vicious. Most it was black bear. Most most black bears are more scared of you than you are of them. Yeah, I grizzly bears. That. Another story. Um, we do have them around here. Uh, one just swam across the lake here like a year ago. They tracked it on the slow tracker. The thing came from Glacier Park. It's like a couple hundred miles. Went up and over the Mission Mountains, down through the Swan Valley, and then up into the Bob Marshall. Insane. Nobody saw it. I didn't even know bears could swim. I mean, I could see what yeah. I could see it happening, but yeah, you'll catch them. We've I've actually pet a black bear, not on kind of a dumb thing. No, they're, they're swimming across from the islands and then flathead, and we pull up in a boat when I was much younger age. Um, is a black bear population still swimming? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're high. They're high. There's a lot of black bears right here, but yeah, Gri- grizzlies, though, they can, yeah, you don't want to, they can dice don't you, tangle. slice you, and don't tangle. send you to the meat factor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get too close to those. Guys. Luck, luckily, I haven't ran into any grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I haven't. I've had, a, I've had a couple close calls. Uh, been chased by them a couple times, but uh, not, not, not dead yet. Not scratched yet. No scars. I feel like that's the number one rules with bears. Yeah, don't, don't get eaten. Don't die. Don't die. Don't get eaten. Shout out to the BSDs. Rule number one, don't die. Don't die. Rule number two. Don't operate machinery under the influence of alcohol. Yep. Rule number three, don't die. Yep. Right. I remember correctly. Good list. Good, Good list. list. Yeah. Steven, so I want to do some reminiscing. Yeah. Because memory lane. Steven has been a part of my life since I was a young, chubby lad. Ooh, he was Snacking on too. McDonald's. Well, we were getting in good shape when you lived in Mansfield. Right. Yeah, we grinded. We grinded. Mm-hmm. What age was I'm trying to think. What year was it? Mm, it was like 2003, 2004. Yep. Somewhere in there. I was 9 and 10. Yeah, you were 10, I think. 10. That sounds about right. And we hooped hard. We hooped a lot. Big yeah. hooper back in those days. Yeah. Strong, strong rebounder, Petey was. Oh, yeah. And that was always my strength. Right. Like the, my NBA or my Madden rating for mm-hmm. rebounding Would was like high. an 89. Rodman-esque. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But. Just shot, like Rodman, the shot. Around. Yeah, just like Rodman, the shot was never great. That was that was Chandler's He's a team claim guy. to fame. Big three-point shooter. Yeah. Allegedly. He was. <laughs> he said he was. Yeah. yeah it's was, it was crazy. I think he made one three. Yeah, he made one. Once. Yeah. Once. I made one three in a game too. My team was so hot because I was a center. <laughs> so they're like, oh, the freshman center is trying to just shoot a three. It. Just let it liver up. Just yeah. Sling it. I hit it off. It's kind of embarrassing how it went in. Hit it off like the top of the backboard and then it went in. <laughs> I don't even know how I hit that. Well, hey, it's better be lucky than good sometimes. Better be lucky. But yeah, dude, you were yeah. a wee lad. Straw hair, bowl cut. Yep. Kool-Aid mustache. Yep. Cut off, usually tie-dye. Absolutely. Vibrant. Vibrant. Just like your personality. Energizing. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I'd say vibrant's yeah. a good thing to have. Yeah. No one likes, I mean, the opposite of vibrant is dull. It would be dull, yeah. I mean, yeah. dull is 
dull. Dull as dull. But yeah, I, I looked like a little—I don't even know what to call it. I would say a buckaroo. Yeah, I'd say a step under. Uh, um, was it Chunk from Goonies? Yeah, with the truffle shuffle. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't that. Tubby. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, not quite that. But you had a, you're a little soft. A little, yeah, a little, little marshmallow here right. and there. Yeah, but like you, but that kind of personality, yeah. vibrant, vibrant personality to match your your little cutoff. <laughs> Always try to keep up with the big boys. I had to. Right. You had no choice. Right. I had no choice. Uh, had a an excellent role model. One might say one of the best in your brother. Oh, who just let I you down. About, about myself. Well, your, I say, yeah, your, role, right. no, your role model was your brother, uh, who is you know one of the more quality. Shout out to Chris. We love Chammer. Chammer uh, is a role model. He, he's he's majority a friend. He's always been majority a friend. Right. And like a uh, Bat, Batman and Batman right. scenario. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. I would say Batman and Robin. But him and I will go back and forth on no. Batman. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to. That's and then we'll beat the we shit know. out of each other. I, I was gonna say that that fight wouldn't last very long. It does. I, I mean, it I doesn't. Have, it doesn't occur anymore. No, no, he knows that torch was passed. We've had we've had close calls. Yeah, but it's you know he's he's got a bad back. Yeah, I'm his just, golf career is too important right now it, right, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, that rough housing. He can't be wrestling. No. Yeah. yeah. But he needs to be wrestling. He does. It's good to be wrestling. He's about, you know, Charlie Rose is going to get older. You need to be wrestling. You bet. Yeah. Speaking of Chris's golf game, shout out to that three wood. Chris, you're welcome, by the way. Yep. Yeah. What three wood? I, he made a, he bought a three wood off me that he absolutely just sends. He loves it. It's his go to. He uses it or he yep. gave it to you? Uh, he bought it from me. From you, I made him buy it. It's five dollars. I made him pay five dollars because I just wasn't going to give man. it to him. Because he made me when he was like fifteen buy a putter from him for that same amount that was broken. So now we're all even. We're square. Squared. Mm-hmm. Love this yeah. Ooh, I don't know if y'all just heard that, but that was a bird chirping in the background. Yeah, we're here today in uh, yeah, the beautiful town of Polson, Montana. Mm-hmm. We got eagles and hummingbirds and. And Every amazing piece of wildlife yeah. that one can a lot of orca think of. Yeah, we got we got orca, whales. right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Beautiful orca. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. Um, sea lion. Could be. Yep. They're close to the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're in beautiful Flathead Lake and Flathead Indian Reservation, right in the middle of it. A very um, historic piece of land we're on right now, as a matter of fact. This is where we met. This is where Stephen and I met. Stephen and I met, this would be 17, 18 years ago. Yeah, two, well, 2001, wasn't it? 2001. Yeah, four so, years ago. 17. I think it was 2001. Maybe it was. According to your mom. Yep, that'd be it. 2001. 2001. That would, yep. This would be the, I mean, what a way to start off the 20 year anniversary with the podcast. Absolutely. Things have changed, guys. Things have changed. And to just do some historical reminiscing. On this property, many, many, many years ago, was the old lake house. The old lake house, which was shagadelic, to say the least. 
and loved every inch of it. Yep. And uh, I was seven. About seven. About seven. And I was ready to be a man. Ready to be. I was a hanging man. with the big boys. Hanging with the boys, running at the pack. Running in the lake, jumping in the lake, mm -hmm. tubing, screaming, mm -hmm. hooting and hollering, eating everything. Mm -hmm. Didn't like green beans. Didn't like green beans. At the time. And then something changed. Yep. yep. Steven, take it away. Take it away. Um, so we were having dinner that night and we were making fun of Chris, I believe, who had been probably close to, and we always made fun of Chris, shout out to Chris Ham, by the way, um, uh, about going through puberty. And Petey really wanted to go through puberty and kept asking. I've been working on it so hard. Yeah, been asking and asking to go, how do I go through puberty? Stephen, can you help me go through puberty? And yep. we were all sick of Petey not eating the rest of his, his green beans. So that's we what made, I needed. We needed it. Yeah, that's uh, the uh, key ingredient. So I told young Peter at the time, Peter, uh, here's what you got to do, buddy. Still you gotta, Peter to me. Yeah, to a third. Is that, is that if I remember right? Pete, PD. Yeah, whatever. I'd say a third. I remember on the podcast you mentioned that. Um, here's what you got to do. Here's the challenge. You've got to eat all of your green beans. Yep. You got to, I think it was maybe do some push-ups, do some something like that. I think I had 50 push-ups. 50 push-ups will say that's probably way too many for him at the time. Uh, now he can probably do a thousand. Run around the cabin three times and then jump in the lake and that would activate puberty. That would be the magic potion. That would be the potion. And with all the exuberance that Petey has for life, he took on this mission. Hell. Uh, gagged down the green beans. Struggled. A lot of... This was a... They gave me an abundance. It was a plethora. Yeah, it was like five. since they knew I didn't like green beans, it's like ah, he didn't like yeah. green beans. Let's slow them up. Um, fresh out of the garden, delicious, but they know. were amazing. Uh, they were amazing. Made it through. We'll say whatever the push-ups. I remember there's something right by the picnic table. I can't. I mean, 20 years ago, uh, but I didn't remember the three oh, laps. I had to do jumps. Jumps. I mean, that's what it was. Had to stop halfway through the three laps around the single wide trailer that was out here. That was a cabin at the time, um, because he had a side ache. Yeah, while I was getting a cramp, cramping up. I, was, so, I, I didn't even know had to what catch it was. His breath, uh, kept going and uh, yep. and made it, made the run, and then out to the dock he went. And uh, the big thing for him was that he wanted to have hair on his armpits, and so as he ran out on the dock, uh, all twenty to thirty plus people that were there cheering him on vigorously at this point. Vigorously, uh, he jumps into the water. And you could just see kind of the shockwave go throughout the valley of, you know, man or boy becoming a man. And Did I get struck by lightning? There might have been like lightning bolts and dolphins. Yeah. Orcas, once again, orcas crawls out of the water push. and looks over and says, as he lifts up his arm, Steven, I got one. Does he? stroked his now new armpit hair that he got from said challenge i did and, have one yep. it was it was yep. my first uh well, i had some fuzz but this was fuzz. my first black one yeah yeah it worked it yeah. worked the challenge worked uh i was young, so hyped young peter became pete yep he pd it was a beautiful day it was a great day for a lot of people a lot of laughing i almost fell off the picnic table laughing so hard yeah correctly um but you did it with vigor, like you do with everything, like this badass podcast you've been doing for 
the last year. I appreciate it, brother. Well, yeah. I learned I learned from the best. Yeah. You know, you always attack things head on and on. conquer them. And as, you know, as that squared says, shout out to Stephen Hoshaw. All gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. Stephen's all yeah. He's he's all about that. Yeah. If he sits down, falls asleep, falls asleep. I've seen him do it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it as well. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, Stephen. So, you know, we were looking over the list. My favorite series of sentimental questions, mm-hmm. historic, funny. It's a whole. Uh, it's a gamut. Yeah, it's a gamut. It's yeah. a gamut. I don't know what that really means, but it's so And uh, what mythical creature do you wish actually existed? Mm. That's a, I mean, if, if my niece was here, I'd have to say a unicorn because the girl is just obsessed. Yo, yeah, same, same with Hattie. Hattie's, I mean, I don't, that that's age, her one. Oh, they love the unicorns. Uh, personally, though, it would be, it'd have to be Sasquatch, the Yeti, the Bigfoot. Yep. Um, well, is it, the, the Yeti is in a different category, right? I, I, I think they're all the same. I think one that's more of a regional, block. regional name yep um but yeah just knowing that there'd be something else out there when i'm in the woods walking around someone that could come visit me would be nice because a lot of times it's lonely i feel like they're lonely they, and they're pretty lonely they're guys pretty, i mean harry nice henderson's guys. it turns out they're really nice i heard they're just gentlemen gentlemen, gentlemen. of the woods you'd bring them home to mama mm-hmm. yeah so that'd be kind of fun that'd be mine that'd be mine bigfoot i mean we haven't proven that he's not there yes but I, i've yet to see one in all my adventures in the mountains I think he's out there. Could be. All right, Stephen. No one in so, Florida's hit one yet. Florida, Florida's had a few Bigfoots, right? Well, they just—I mean, I mean, like they hit everything down there, Florida. Sorry to Florida people. But. Well, now I got distracted because I looked over at this. Stephen, could you tell the kind folks out there about your spirit animal? Oh, yeah, it's the uh, it's the. The mighty Tatanka, the bison, 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 buffalo for those, you know, not not tribal descent. Uh, How do you say it? Oh, there's a hummingbird that's going to land on you. Literally, oh god, oh. I'm struggling with anything. Do, cool. um, do it. Do it. great. Yeah, the bison, bison. It's it, man. I've uh, my dad's a, a tribal oh, member, so I've got to uh, experience a couple of bison hunts, and there's just something about them, man. I love them. They're cool, big, big, giant dinosaur type creatures. The buffalo. They're huge. They're massive. Massive. There's this video out there of this uh, buffalo walking into this lady's like shop. Yeah. I think it's a lady in Montana. Could be. It's pretty funny. And it's like, wow, that thing is massive. That's we, not as bigger than a cow, bigger than a horse. A dude, way bigger. Way bigger. We He shot the first one that he, he killed was a, like a 2,000 plus pound bison. Then you could take the rib cage after we you know get it all out and processed it and you and i could sit on the ground and put the rib cage over both of us that's insane that doesn't even make sense wow i mean like the heart is like you know bigger than a football huge huge creature that's crazy huge creatures yeah we, a lot of meat we got to support our buffaloes we need them around yeah, we need them so i still have the hummingbird no Ah, I thought he was going to land on the shoulder. Yeah, that would have been pretty epic. That would have been a podcast first. That would have. That would have. Yeah. This is our first uh, nature podcast mm-hmm. episode. Outdoors. So we're, so we're in first the history. Outdoors, right? First one outdoors. Mm-hmm. 
Great place. First one outdoors in good old Polson, Montana. Best outdoors place. Uh, I know. Cold beer and warm summer day and flathead. Life is good. Life is good. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, as someone who has always looked up to you, I'm going to ask you, what are your first 60 minutes of your day looking like? Mm. If, if, it, yeah. if it falls your standard protocol. Or kind of my standard protocol. Um, usually, it's uh, it's pretty early in the morning. Um, I will uh, get up, kind of get my stuff together. I have everything kind of put together the night before because it's early and I don't want to have to think in the morning. Yep. Uh, let the dog out, feed him, buckarooski, buck pits. Love Buck. A.K.A. Buck Snort. A.K.A. Buckaroo. Greatest dog in the history of the world, as far as but, I'm concerned. Top five. Top. I mean, he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Enough. Smart dog. Uh, and then uh, off to work before everyone else wakes up and get a little, uh, got a group of buddies uh, that we do a little little morning workout at the, yep. at the Peak Health and Wellness Center where I, I reside for running running lifting or a little bit of everything oh yeah we do everything just try to kill each other that's what that's what's needed in the morning yep yep get the day started and then it's off and running uh doing a lot of a lot of training and uh we kind of have a mixed bag of that it's like a fourth grader and a 92 year old and everything in between um so it kind of keeps the day interesting uh do a lot of middle school high school uh athletes and um kind of in the afternoon love that Yep. And that's huge. Yeah, man. Changing lives one calorie at a time, as I like to say. I love it's that. Super fun. It's super fun. Have a great job. Love every second of it. I feel like you you instilled having fun while burning calories. Got to. Equals success in me. Right. Yeah. If you're not if you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Right. I mean, it's gonna suck, right? But you can make it it can be it yeah. can suck or it can be great. Right. Yeah. And you have fun with it. Embrace the suck and make it fun, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And put some put some juice behind it. Make it a little competitive. Make it competitive. Get after it. Doing it with your buddies is always fun. I'm like I I mean, as a personal trainer, like I hate working out by myself. Can't can. stand I, it. Yeah. Ugh. There's nothing worse. So the boys are uh are important. Having someone to do it with makes it more fun. Someone to talk to, distract you when you want to die, throw up. Yeah. Amen. I feel like uh you know how Goku goes super sane? Mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm working out alone, it's like normal. But if I'm with my boys or my team, ramp it up. Or you, mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. Gotta perform. Gotta perform. You gotta do, you gotta take it to the next level. Well, I just did 100. Well, I just did 101. Right. Like you gotta do, you're pulling that off. Yep. Yeah. And it goes back and forth, back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Back A lot of forth. that. A lot of that. It's great. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, I mean, the days vary, but that's pretty much it, man. Off and running. Got a great crew at the peak, a uh, bunch of great trainers and great staff that uh, I work with, and it's it's super fun. I love it. I love it. Steven, what do you love most about Montana? Oh, Pick one thing. I know there's millions. I don't even know how I could do that. I think it's like hmm, using hunting as the example. Uh, on a weekendly basis when I get to go out, I can't tell you how many times where I've sat there as the sun rose over the mountains of wherever peak I'm on and have said, this is the most beautiful place I've ever been in my life. And I say that like every damn weekend, I feel like it's just, there's just so many cool, cool places to go, cool places to be. Yeah. Um, 
fishing, hunting, packing, backpacking, all that kind of stuff, man. It's, it's a blast. So I, I think that's it. There's just every corner you, uh, you come around, there's something new that you've never seen before. And even Eastern Montana, which is flat and rolling Hills, it's got its own beauty. Yeah. It doesn't have the mountains, but it's got that. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. I, it's, it's so beautiful here. Something new to every day. Doing right. Getting a burp out. Get a little burp out. You know, you did the little, uh, coming up. Oh, not coming out. It could uh, be the mix between the uh, the whiskey and the beer, but who knows? And the milk. The trifecta. <laughs> there it goes. To your, to your point about Montana, I couldn't agree more. Every time I do come here, I literally experience that on a daily basis. Yep. And one thing I find myself thinking a lot is, when I'm looking at just the view in Montana, wow, this looks like a painting. Yeah. This is a, this is a, this looks like someone painted it in front of me and placed it here for my eyes to feast upon. Right. Yeah. As my dad says, it's a different picture every day. You know, that's just cool. You got the Mission Mountains, which you guys kind of can't see their camera. How high are the right? Mission Mountains? Uh, they get up to about 12, if I remember correctly. Have you gone up one? Uh, a couple of them. Not all of them. Charlie Phelps and I talked about that, doing that once. Yeah. Hiking the whole, up and down the whole thing. Long time ago. Shout out to uh, Captain Phelps. We love Captain Phelps. Yeah. Is he been on here? He hasn't been on here yet. He hasn't yet. No, you need he's, to. That's, he's coming. That needs to be like a, a milestone. Yep. I mean, that's one for. You're a milestone? Well, I mean, I'm a milestone, but I feel like there's, there's Captain Phelps and everybody else, as far as I'm sure. Concerned. Yeah. I think um, he's on a level of his own. He, I mean, he is. He's pretty badass. He's savage. Yeah. Yeah. Always trying to have people who inspire me in certain ways. You bet. You're, you, I appreciate that. I, you already know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you probably one of the first people inspire me. That, so you'd be an OG inspirer. OG inspirer. Yeah. 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 That's uh, I think it's funny you say that because I think one of the the first times that I inspired Chris, your brother, was when he found out that in college for like two months I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. Yep, it is when I, he was in his thick, thick Abercrombie days. Like everything he wore and smelled like was Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Yes. Uh, and he heard that I'd worked there. I didn't work there even at the time, but he was. You, just had, you went instantly and had a went, cup of coffee. Instantly went to the top of his list of like coolest people that ever existed. Oh, Stephen, do you think you can give me a discount? Oh my God. It was huge. It was huge. Big deal. It was yeah. Hollister, Abercrombie, Big American, American Eagle was like this gummy yeah. stuff. Yeah. A little step down. Yeah. Yeah. AF days. Huge. It's crazy how, I mean, it's not what it used, used to be. No, no, no. Yeah. Used to be hunting. Like, even hunting clothes. That's what it started off as. Is it? High end, high end hunting clothes. Good. The moose always uh, love that's, that. Love that thing. That's where the moose came from. Yeah. I'd go into the store just to smell it and look at the moose, <laughs> and I'd be like, "All right, mom, let's yeah. go to Dick Sporting Guns." Go up to uh, the girl at the cash register and say, "Nice rack you got there." There's She'd be like, "What?" Moose. They always had a nice rack. They did. Those moose always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a phenomenal store. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal store. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a store. 
Well, well, they are good, uh, good moves, right? Stephen, who knows you best? Who knows me best? I know a lot of. I know you got a few people who probably know you really well. So yeah, I mean, obviously, mom and dad are probably at the top. The doctor and the queen herself. Uh, yeah, two legends in their own right. Um, who you could probably. I mean, he the doctor needs to be on the podcast at some point. The doctor does. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, at this point, it's probably my beautiful bride. Yep, Janine. AKA G10. G10. Neener Beaner. Yeah. What was that last one? Neener Beaner. No. I like it. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome, man. She, she's she probably knows me better she's than She's awesome. Me. She's pretty. She was she was so nice to Hattie. And oh yeah. She's always been awesome. She's great with kids, man. Whisper. I think one of the first time or maybe the second or third time I met her, hung out with her was um one night we met up in Chicago. Oh yeah. It was, yeah, quick, yeah, it was a quick high and bye, but it was I was high. What was that? Uh, was that for Chris's bachelor party? Stevens, Stevens, Stephen Hoshaw. <sighs> but Stevens. yeah, that, I knew. Yes, I knew she was we were going to then. Stevens' wedding. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the keeper. I I miss I. That's my. There's your model for your your uh, your future bride. I, I am really high and I miss Stephen Heyer. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Yeah, just keep we going just, up. We ram it even higher. Just now. keep going up. Find someone as great as your mom. Dr. Sandy Ham. She's amazing. It's hard to it's Start hard to get high. close to it. It's hard to get close to it. It's hard to get close to it. Now we're gonna reference. Go go for it. Yeah. I memorized it. I'm not good with memorization. I no, never have no. been. I've, I hate standardized tests. I yeah. shy away from them. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I'm a sharp guy, but just don't have good yeah. uh, creative text memory. Yeah. Same here. I'm a face guy. <laughs> face guy. Is that a, a face. A face. Oh, face guy. <laughs> a face guy. Yes, you are. Great face. Put a name to face. Oh, that too. We're going to get to some more questions, but we're going to take a quick intermission. Nothing but good times. That's what we're having here. And we hope you're having a good time. And first and foremost, I'd like to say, one, this is commercial break, Peter. And two, really do appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to the Hand Planet podcast. If you're enjoying the episode, please, it would mean the world to me if you could kindly give a review to the Hand Planet podcast on Apple Podcast, or you can always show some love by liking us on YouTube, or you can always share the shit out of anything Ham Planet podcast related because everyone needs a dose of the good vibes. Back to the show. Um, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ham Planet podcast. We hope you're having a great time. We're having a great time. We're just loving this great day, and we hope you're having a great day. And I hope Stephen, they, they think they can hear the birds. I mean, I, I, I think they can. There's so many of them. 
We got all types of beautiful birds. Wildlife. Just Tweedledee Tweed Tweed Tweedledee. I got you. Yeah, I got it. Steven, so could you do the crowd a favor? It's a big this highly requested story. Highly requested. Highly requested. Highly, highly, highly requested. Which one? Um, the one about me body slamming Chris. The great story. I'd love a recap. Love a recap. Should we start at the beginning? Yep. Okay. So uh it was my first bachelor party, first wedding. Yep. I'm on number two. Nailed it on the second turn. Shooting high. Shooting high. Uh so young young Peter, who was under the age of 21 at the time. Well, I was Yeah, you were in the age, right? Well, and so sure. yeah, no, you definitely were. Definitely were. Because Chris had just turned 21. And so we were up here on Flathead. We did a bunch of cool ass it was a party great games. Day. Great day. Did a bunch of stuff on the lake. Um we got out on the boats. Uh, my buddy Chris Shallock and Nathan Ofsted, shout out to the boys, um, uh, the fourth rate days. Um put together a game called human duck hunt yeah yeah that let game your, was intense let your imagination go uh, what it involved was well backtrack we'll go to do human duck hunt in a second so pd was a little young he's like steven i'd really like to come to your bachelor party yeah and i was like okay here's the deal big steven guy you can come but he can have a couple of brews yeah a couple pops nothing uh, nothing just out don't of the get, ordinary just don't get crazy Right. Yep. Don't. Um, I don't want to have to be responsible for you on my bachelor party. Absolutely not. Yeah. And uh, young Christopher Reinham, uh also had that he did that same morning. Like you can come to this. He was of age, but like just don't don't get belligerent. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't which, die. Which Chris is that we all know Chris has never been that guy before in his life. Right. He's a good guy. Um, there's the hummingbird again. God, they're back. Uh, so we're uh, we're heading down the river to this rope swing and in human duck hunt and. What it entailed is uh, one individual, myself being the first victim, uh, going up on the rope swing, um, multiple people in a boat floating in the water with paintball guns. Yep. And on the call of pole, if you've ever done trap and skeet or sporting plays. Yep. Yep. Right. Pole. You had to jump off the platform and swing out over the river as people with said. You were the clay with said uh paintball guns fired at you um yeah emptied said clip and uh being that it was my bachelor party i not only had to go once but twice for both nathan and chris who i've duck hunted and paintballed with my whole life at that point um who they were, knew how to shoot a duck they knew how to shoot a duck to say the least yeah. and steven got painted up like a uh yeah you got Picasso painting. Yeah, I got blasted. So the rule was though, if you shot the paintball guns at somebody, you had to also um you had to all I thought it was an eagle. Yep. It was not that was an eagle check. We got a lot of eagles. A lot of eagles. Uh you had to also be the swinger, right? The guy, the duck. You had to be the duck if you want to be the hunter. Right. So we're out there, we're doing it, we're having an awesome time. Everybody wants to to shoot. So of course then everybody has to do the uh do the swinging as well. Correct. I got to shoot for my beloved brother-in-law, Andrew, who I still think to this day is pulling paintball shrapnel out of his his body. Wouldn't doubt it. Christmas tree lit him up like one. 
Um, so at this point in the particular party, Chris had had a couple too many, couple sodas, couple sodas, couple too many pops. Uh, was on Popped a up. was on a wave runner, and we're all out in boats, and he brought a wave runner over, and was was uh, pushing the limit of being obnoxious, yep, and decided to take said wave runner and and splash the boat. Yep, and did it. And we kind of chewed on them a little bit and said, you know, there's phones and cameras and speakers and all that stuff. In which there was. Which there was. It was a right? like, violation of policy. Right. Violation of policy. Please don't do that again, sir, or I will shoot right. you with said pellet gun or paintball gun. Clear warning. Clear warning. Uh, came back, did it again, much to the chagrin of the patrons on the boat. Uh, as he was driving away, one of the greatest shots in the history of, of my life, I feel like, yep. uh, from the hip. Not really wanting to hit him, but you know, if if karma were to take over from this, it was point, like a warning shot. It was more of like, yeah, it was like over the bow. Um, it was like a dance. Curved into Chris, ear hold him. Yep. Knocked him off the wave runner like Call of Duty. It was a Call of Duty headshot, dude. It was uh, textbook. Textbook. Uh, gets up, says, "Oh my God, I'm bleeding. I'm dying." And it was just the paint from the paintball dripping yeah, down him. Just a red paintball. Yeah. And uh, got him back on, got him back to the dock. Uh, he was, we actually had to get him in the boat because he was too. Too many sodas. Too many, a lot of things to get it back on the wave runner. Yeah. Um, goes to exit the boat onto the dock. We're probably four feet up in the air. Slips. Slips. Face plants on the dock. And this was not your standard trip. No, this, this was, was this like. Was, this was uh, <laughs> at an I elevated mean, surface. Face is the first thing at the ground, then shoulder, collarbone, oh. neck area, then shoulder, then stomach, then legs. Right. Yeah. It was kind of like the full, yeah. yeah, the cartoon ones. Yeah. Ooh. Like I, it makes me hurt just thinking about it. Like my kidneys hurt thinking about how hard he, he hit. He popped, he popped, he popped up. right back up. Oh, I didn't feel it. Uh, <laughs> Petey at this point is so annoyed with his older brother that has broken the policy of not being obnoxious. Rightfully. Rightfully so. Rightfully annoyed. Um, and on a quick side note, this was the summer that young Peter came back, not as a boy, but actually as a man. Um, and now yeah. maybe didn't outweigh Chris because I don't think that was possible, um, but was definitely taller and bigger, stronger. Yeah. Significantly stronger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is still true to this day, as far as I know, as legend tells it. No, it's, it's no legends about it. It's, it's been large. There's big discrepancy. Science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Petey's walking off the dock, and uh, Chris. I wasn't happy about. Wasn't the, happy about the it, fall off. Disappointed. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Not for a the good look family. for the party. Yeah, not a good look. No, I don't like it. Chris jumps on Petey's back. Yeah. And like is being like the obnoxious big brother trying to give him a wet willy or something. Yep. He swings him around, grabs him, shoulder press. Yeah. Suplex slam onto the grass, harder than anyone should ever be slammed like that. The thud was heard around the world. PD did the Ty Lu yep. Allen Iverson move where Allen Iverson steps over Ty Lu laying on the ground and continues to walk towards the house as Chris lays there in in agony. Short of breath. We'll say, yeah, breath was, was I did not a quick, existing. I did a quick look to see if his eyes were still open. Yeah, and I was very, like, all right, stay there. Yeah, he got up uh, <laughs> a couple couple seconds or so later, uh, staggered up to the, the boys' bunkhouse. And uh, yep. the legend of all, to, to, to the applause of all the attendants of the bachelor party, BD walked up a hero, a hero. I mean, 
you know, I wanted to come out of that bachelor party in higher yeah. regards. Yeah, he was. So you made it. Because I knew if I came out, mm-hmm. you know, not greasy or nope. any of those things, it'd be good. It was great. It was a great time. We still had an amazing time. Chris had a, a, a fantastic Chris had a great time, time up until those last couple of transactions with the. Uh, with the and situation. those are good. Those are good things that happened to him. Life because is- now he knows don't fall face first on mm-hmm. the dock. There's, there's don't a, mess with Petey. Don't mess with Petey. And here's there's a line, right? There's a line in the sand. Don't cross it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a nice guy. I'm I'm still a nice guy to Chris. Right. Love there, it. There's been times where he's been slamble and I've been like, brother, I love you. I just want to tell you, don't I'm, make... in, I'm at the mode where I could actually do it fully, completely and be happy about it and walk away. No problem. I'm just saying, Chris, yeah. I'm, I'm at that point. Yeah. So now that I'm here, I'm letting you know, and I'm walking away. I'm going to sleep. Going to sleep. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think that's, I think having that in your back pocket as, as something that you've uh, accomplished already is probably a good, a good thing for a little brother to have over a, a bigger brother. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like the the bad thing to do would be to like hold a grudge. Oh no, there's no grudges. Can't do that. Yeah, too I, short. But I that. had to get swollen than him. Yeah, for the grudge yeah. not even to be an option, no, even though it not, never was an option. There's, no, there's no grudge. Little brothers out there, if you got a grudge with your brother, let it go. Yeah, go fight him. Yeah, go do some bicep curls and come back and then body slam him once and you win. That's basically what he said. That's the formula. That's the formula. Yeah, a lot of steak, a lot of protein, core power. Steak. Protein, core power, your body needs it. Mm-hmm. Steven, what was it like living in Hawaii? Oh, such a cool thing. I was I was younger when it happened, um, but uh, got to go over there for a year plus while my dad was uh, getting his master's, and it was a, a special experience. Uh, I've been back a handful of times since. Got married over there on round two. Yep, um, yep. I, I wish I was there. Yep, that was a bummer, but... Uh, it was it's Hawaii. It's, it's Hawaii. It's fantastic, man. I, I wouldn't want to have to live there again. This is more my style. I like the seasons, I like the elk hunting, I like the bird hunting. No, no seasons in Hawaii. Um, you can. There's there's some there's some evasive species, the fallow deer, I believe it is over there that uh you can hunt with the bow on the big island. Um no red and orange trees, so no yeah, Jack Frost. Not so much. Uh and the island thing, it just kind of gets old. But uh, it's island. It is day. it is paradise in every way, shape, or form, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it is wonderful. When you were out there, what was your favorite thing to do? I mean, sit on the beach, surfing, boogie boarding. Yeah. That whole life is the hang loose, shaka shaka. It's it's unbelievable. It's just so chill. Everybody's so chill. Everybody's so happy. Food's great. People are great. I feel like Hawaii is a testament to the famous saying or famous mantra you are with who you surround yourself with you bet and i feel like hawaii just has that chill aura chill aura but when you live there you actually see it's you bet real it's real yeah yeah it's a different pace kind of like montana actually in that way that a lot of celebrities that move here say the very thing it's just everyone's a little more laid back here so montana a lot of people come here for three months out of the year, mm-hmm. four months out of the year. Mm-hmm. You're someone who has lived here your whole life yeah. through rain, sleet, and Ooh, some big snow. Yep, all the, all of them. We get them all here. Um, what do you think? Do you think uh, you know we should have more people year round living in Tana? Or 
I, I mean, it's tough. It's you got to be cut from a certain cloth. I feel you bet. Like. You bet. It has gotten a little more mild here the last couple couple years as far as winters go, but uh, there can be some nasty ones. And the nice thing about cold, unlike when like I was down in Dallas for that summer, is you can put more clothes on and get warm. Right. But you can't get more naked than naked. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, there's only so much. You can't. Uh, so I I, uh, I appreciate that about Montana that you you know it's got a little bit of everything. I mean, like it's been 100 this week, so we had a little taste of that, which is not super normal, but um, it's, it's all about your gear. It's all about gear. My dad, my dad, that's his favorite saying. He's oh, like, Petey, it's all about your gear, dude. That's why I pretty much doesn't matter reason, what the weather is. It matters what gear is. Pretty much the only reason I hunt is because the gear is awesome. Stephen, what's your favorite style of hunting? Bow hunting for sure. Yeah, creeping around the woods. The game of hide and go seek with critters that uh, don't want you to get close is is my fave. So, so I want to do try a quick trifecta. Maybe some of them are the same. What's your most insane bow hunting experience? What's mm. your best bow hunting? And what's your funniest? Mm. You can start with going in either, in either way. So, uh, my buddy, uh, the legend Billy Moriarty, wild and woolly Billy. Billy McClintock Moriarty um, that I go uh, hunting with on, on multiple occasions. Uh, I'd say the best, the best one, um, the, the peak for me back in the day was we, uh, we went antelope hunting with our bow, which is, which is like playing hide and go seek antelope in Eastern Montana. Yep. Yep. It's like playing hide and go seek on a football field with an animal that can see two miles away uh, and trying to get close. And our, our, our second year, first year we swung and missed, uh, we figured out antelope are like cheetah. Yeah. Fast, yeah. real fast, fastest land animal in faster than North America. A lot of vehicles. Yeah. 70. Yeah. And that's fast. Um, with horns, with horns. Um, but amazing eyesight. And we, uh, we both in front yeah. They're Well, and they're mat. They can they're massive. Yeah. They see long ways. Um, we both, we pulled off a double, we each got a, uh, an antelope that, that season. And we, uh, we did the jump hug on the, uh, on the open plains of, of Eastern Montana. Did uh, you get them at the same time? Basically, I mean, right after each other kind of on, on that day. And that was just one of those, like a lot of hard work and effort put into it. And it's a really hard thing to do. And that was super fun. I think trumped only by recently, uh, so th this was your favorite. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of like the best, like my, like the coolest the experience, best. like two buddies jump hugging. So excited. We did it. Trumped only by yeah. this craziest and most intense coming up. Are those still, we have three different ones. I got them. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, up by, uh, like I said, with my, my steps on Preston started hunting this last year. Um, solid dude. Yep. Um, gets all of his better qualities for me. I'm pretty sure <laughs> at least that's what I tell him. Um, and, uh, he started hunting and he getting to be with him when he harvested a couple animals this year was, or last year was, was pretty awesome. So that's, I'd say those two are kind of my, my two faves. Um, as far as intense goes, um, you know, when you're hunting, uh, when you're hunting elk and yeah. it's the rut and they are, uh, they're bugling and they're screaming at you from 10 yards away. Yeah. There's nothing on the planet like it. There's nothing on the planet like it. It's it's super fun, man. Um, really hard to get that close for one, and especially when you have amazing glasses like that. Um, but it's uh, it's it's just unlike anything. That sound they make, 
screaming. It's, it's awesome. That's, that's probably the most intense one. Like when you're that close, your heart's like going to explode through your chest and it's, it's a noise that says opportunity is here. Opportunity is here. Yep. You fooled me. I'm getting, I'm close enough. I think you're an elk, whatever it is, or you're sneaky enough to get close to me. Um, that's pretty, it's, it's as intense of a thing as it gets. It's something that everybody should experience. Um, and then what was the other one? Favorite intense favorite intense craziest craziest Ooh, craziest um i've been chased by a lot of animals um grizzly bears we talked about that i had uh the craziest craziest one was with billy we're hunting we're hunting elk up on the in the, the madison range and uh he's back behind me bugling and i'm in front and here comes the elk and they're coming down this we're like at ten thousand feet and all of a sudden we hear sticks breaking in the background and it's like oh man maybe there's elk coming from both sides right and all of a sudden like the stick breaks and when you're in the mountains enough you learn there's like stick breaking and then there's like different kinds of sticks breaking like that was a really big one right and we turn around and look and their trees are moving and i look back at the elk and they're gone and what's behind us as it's what season is this this is in uh september snow. middle of september snow? Mm, cold that year there wasn't snow up there there has been snow up there chilly Mm, it's actually nice this time of year that, oh. that in this particular one i've been there when it was 15 degrees and i've been there when it's 90 degrees in the same place in the sack same day same time of year right so you get them both being okay. prepared the gear we're back to that so turn around and uh just as a grizzly bear at about 50 to 75 yards starts roaring at us and if you've ever seen the movie uh revenant with leo gabriel yeah oh. he's my boy leo yeah I love leo um, That's movie. right the the scene where he gets chewed up by the bear um scene. that came out like a month or so after that experience of mine and i will let you know the sounds that the grizzly bear makes in that movie are exactly like they did when i heard them that day and this this bear roared at us for about that i mean just like not happy we were there for about two minutes which is a lifetime that's a lot yeah. And there was no place like it was down a cliff or go the way the grizzly was. So it's like, stand there, be calm, don't move. Eventually he left. Thank God had our guns out. We were bow hunting. We had pistols and bear spray and all that kind of stuff. And so that was pretty intense. when you're bow hunting, you've got your pistol as just like you're, you're back it's up. Your only back. It's, ba it's only for backup. You're not it, hunting with it. Really what the pistol is for is so that my mom and my wife um, feel like I'm more protected when I'm out there. Yeah. But in but all reality, all you have is with pepper spray and, and a pistol are uh, something to piss the bear off with is in the pistol yep. and, and seasoning with the bear spray. As far as I'm concerned, like yeah. if, if it's your day, it's your day. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Especially with the grizzly. Yeah. Yeah. They're not something to, to mess around with. Yeah. So that How was intense. Was fast thumping. Um, it was, you know, in those situations, I don't get too riled up. I'm a pretty calm, calm guy. Um, it's more of the laser focus for me. Um, when I have, uh, yeah, it's too, it's not quite sunglass. Yep. The but, shades coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I stay pretty, pretty calm in those situations. Cause if you get too riled up, things aren't going to go well. Never goes well. No. I feel like, uh, people who get worked up in those scenarios, they, uh, don't understand how to channel their energy in a effective way. Mm -hmm. 
Because, like, uh, with anything, rugby game, public speaking, shooting a gun. Shooting a free throw. Shooting a free throw. Stay calm. Whatever butterflies you got, you channel those butterflies towards what you're doing, what matters. You bet. You're old. Right. I think that's like, I mean, that takes practice, right? Like, you're not, very few people come out of the womb being good at that. Like, you got to take some time. Yes. And be in a lot of those kind of experiences where, which is why high school sports and all that stuff are so great because you get into those game winning shots. Uh, my girlfriend's watching me. Yeah. Don't want to look like an idiot and banking a three pointer from the top of the backboard. If it goes in. But if it goes in, she's still, she's still going like to Yeah. Yeah. Steven, so you mentor, you've, you've now mentored probably hundreds, thousands, million, thousands, million. No, Millions. I don't know about that, but a lot. Yeah. Hundreds, thousands. As noted earlier, I was one of the OG. Yeah, mentors. the originals. Uh, what's what's most rewarding? You know, I think I think for me, it is why why I love my job of personal training uh, and coaching. I do a lot of that as well. Is is just helping people achieve things that they didn't know they could, um, or if they think it's something they really want, like helping them either find the path or or see the path to, to reach that goal. Um, and being just a, a small part of that, uh, you know, cause they got to put in the work. I'm just kind of there to be like the bumpers right. on in bowling. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's super fun, man. It's so cool to see, especially kids like, you know, that have a goal maybe that they didn't, they don't think is that real, but it's something they want. I want to play college sports or I want to make the varsity team or I just want to make a team. And when they accomplish that, that joy they have of like, you know, I've put in all this time. I've put in all this effort. I've put in the work. It's and, amazing. And to have success is super cool uh, to, to be a part of. I think the, another part of that, though, is when they put in all that work and they fail and understand that, like, the journey of me getting here um, is what was, was really the valuable lesson. Right. Right. It's another step. And how do I, how do I handle that adversity of, of failure, right, which we all experience thousands of times in our lifetime, if not yep. millions, feels like sometimes. Uh, you know, you can, as my dad said, you can, you can cry about it, yeah. you know, and quit, or yeah. you can pick yourself back up and, and try again, you know, exactly. or move on to the next, the next, uh, challenge cry so, about it or do something about it, do something about it. Yeah. And if you, if you want to grow, you do something, you about do it. something about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, once again, it's not something most people are born with, but, um, I think the more people have in your life that are, uh, that are good, good influences that are great experience are, you know, are good people. Uh, the more opportunities you have to, to grow and, and make it through those, those times of adversity. I've, like I said, I've had plenty of them. And, um, one of the things we were talking about earlier, you know, my rule of five, your, your summation of the five closest people in your life. Um, and that you, you pull from all those five people. And if you're constantly trying to make that five even better, you know, not discarding yep. anybody, but, you know, making your five closest people even better, I think is where you really see a lot of growth and, and especially in kids, you know, you look at your five friends that you had in middle school oh, when, yeah. you, when you got caught in Sandy's attic, uh, you probably had yep. a couple, a couple guys that maybe shouldn't have been on the list though. Yeah. And if you took those out and put them with better people, then you're heading in a better direction. Like you are now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And Absolutely. that's what life's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Steven. So, this is a, a another layer of that question. So you, you, I mean, I already, I've been a part of it. You do such a great job with younger people who've got their 
goals that they want to accomplish, whether it's, you know, for me, I, I just wanted to make the team and you helped me do that. Mm-hmm. Or I just wanted to be able to make a free throw, like these small objectives, but they're like big deals, kid. Mm-hmm. or make varsity or make this or that. As adults, I feel like it's, and this isn't, this could be a discussion. I don't expect you to have the, this is the answer. Right. Like, uh, I'll make it up if I don't. <laughs> I like that. What do you think as adults is a good way to be able to ha- continually have that aim? Because I feel like the aim uh, drives the focus in the, the, the passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great. I, I do think, you have a solution? I don't know if I have a solution. Do but you have a few tricks? You the thing I think that I see people that are really successful is is what you and I have talked about uh, is, yep. is the goals, right? Like having goals and like setting goals for yourself that are one maybe are super achievable, and then goals that are you're gonna have to kind of work your work hard for, yeah, and maybe not get. Um, but I think with the the bigger picture being. How are you going to, uh, once again, what are you going to surround yourself with? Are you going to surround yourself with people that are going to help you get there? And then the analogy I like to use is as you become an adult and you become someone that's accumulated knowledge and experiences, how are you going to um, find people in your life that are ahead of you um, and find people that are in your life that are going to walk with you in that experience? And then more importantly, the older you get is, are you going to find people that you can pour into that knowledge right. and that, that experience, you know, younger kids, whatever it might be. Um, the cup kind of being the example of, you know, water flowing in water overflowing into other people. And I think when you have that, that circle going in your life of, of new things thing. coming in, in, right. Someone to help you kind of hold the cup, which is like my bride would be a perfect example of that. Yep. A mentor. And then, you know, a lot of my athletes that I work with and, and, and clients of, of people that I pour my life experiences into, uh, I think those, when you have that full circle, life becomes even more beautiful, Yeah, you know, and more fulfilling. And as an adult, I think that's what you're constantly looking for. Like what, what can I do to, to learn something new, to challenge myself? Um, and then how can I take that information and make the world a better place? Couldn't agree more. And I feel like, I feel like one thing, at least, you know, I was a committed athlete from second grade to you know, senior year. I mean, I still am a committed mm-hmm. athlete, but it's different now. And like, um, people who have always had like, Hey, you got coach, you got mentor, right. It can be, it can get tougher during that time. It's like, you know, who's calling, who, who's going to make me do a thousand pushups, right? Who's going to make me run a few sprints. Right. But I feel like if you can find that person or a group of people or a collation of people, mm-hmm it can uh, be a powerful thing right? because you need your, you got to have your accountability partner. You bet. Even if you're a single wolf like me. Rogue stallion. Yeah. Yeah. Having a good lady is the best one way to do it for sure. I mean, it's great. A great way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, back to like, you know, we'll use the BSDs shout out to those guys again, right? Like having a group of BSDs, a group of guys, you know, um, that you meet with, talk with, you know, converse with on a regular basis that you either look up to or, um, you know, can gain from, gain stuff from. I yeah. think that's one little easy way to kind of do it. 
Um, but there's a lot of people out there that you can find, you know, if you really search for it, uh, guys, you can use as mentors or women, right. Whatever floats your boat. Um, but I, I think they're right. They're, they're around. They're around. I feel like they're around everywhere. Yeah. You just, you just gotta, gotta ask. I ask. You just gotta ask. Most people yeah. would love to sit down and have coffee with you and, and, you know, pick their brain on, you know, what do you do to, to make yourself successful? What did you, how did you get where you got, you know, here's where I am. What steps would you take? You know, that kind of stuff is, yeah, it's easy. You know, you just got to ask. Got to ask. So, Stephen, you're going to hold me accountable? I'll visit, I'll I'm going to be checking in. Check in, baby. I, I need to. Yeah. I'd love to. I feel like uh, one thing, it's talking for me and Chammer, maybe other people experience this, but Cham and I have had a different career path, I guess, for most. Mm-hmm. Both of ours are completely different from one another too. Right. But it's hard to for us to find, you know, someone who's I've I've done it. I've walked the same rope. Yeah. But you don't need you don't need that. Right. You just need a someone who will motivate you to aim higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be somebody forever either, right? It can be for the seasons of your life. You know, like when Chris was getting married, shout out to his beautiful bride. Sarah, who uh, is a saint. Love Sarah. Um, Episode 28, 7. 27. 27. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when they were in the fiance stage of their deal, we talked a bunch and him going into his, actually, he was even past that, is when he was becoming a dad. And we talked a bunch about, you know, how to be a better dad and father. And not that I'm great at it. I mean, I strive to be, but. Um, here's things that I do that work for me. Right. And just talking, yeah. talking to people about that kind of stuff. And, and, and you find, which is what, you know, talking about the cup kind of going, um, the big circle, circle. is, yeah. is you end up learning more as a mentor oftentimes than the person that's the mentee. Right. And it reminds you of things you're like, oh, yeah, but I forgot to do that. I, I couldn't agree more. Right. Um, and there's different faucets of life where you're able to teach people and mentor them. And when you switch to another realm, it's like you learn a you whole bet. new thing. And I'm just interjecting in this because i just had like a realization recently because for rugby me being the captain forever it was just like i know what to do i know how to set our mission up Mm -hmm. i know how to bring the team together i know how to work hard and i know how to commit to winning but in business it's just not the same it's not you can't do the same exact approach isn't the same and having to teach someone something it's not this, teaching someone how to do burpees, teaching someone how to right. write a compelling advertisement, completely right. different. Right, right. But keep finding people, right? Keep searching yeah. for mentors that are, they can help you with that. And like, I mean, you're going to get a lot of no's, but count the no's. Eventually you'll get yeses. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big no guy. Yeah. Love a good no. Yeah. I love a good no. Because you know there's a yes coming. Yeah. Get off the list. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I do. Love I do the twenty nos. Twenty nos a day rule. Mm. If I'm trying to sell something. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, that's what a, I did at Caddy. That's a lot of notes. It was. If you make it your aim, it makes it. Yep. Makes it a lot more chill. You bet. You're not as pissed. Oh no. Yeah, I had a sales job. I got 200 people a day. I had 190 no's, 10 yeses was the average. I had a lot of no's. Yeah. But you learn how to get to find the yeses. Oh, yeah. And, and you, you learn. Get them, when you get them, it's like 
so much sweeter. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Count the notes. Chris, Chris and I read a book called um, Count the Notes. Or maybe it's, it's some, Count something Count the Notes. Like that. Yeah, it's a great book. Great book. Steven, now it's time that we get to the traditional, festive, legendary, legendary, love that going on. Amazing. Hand Planet Podcast. Would you rather? Stephen, are you ready? Would you rather? I am been waiting for this. We're holding the mic. We've been fiddling and diddling with the mic because I'm a fiddler and diddler. And two, you know, it's kind of heavy. So I'm getting my pump on. Pump it up. <laughs> Stephen, question number one of the evening. Mm hmm. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Ooh. Um, you know, in Montana, I feel like the fur would be significantly more advantageous than said scales. Uh, so I'd go with that. I'd go with the fur. I do not want scales. Yeah. Do not give me scales. Right. I mean, with fur, you could at least do, you know, some waxing and kind of form it to your, yep. your liking. Scales, you're just... Fur, you can work with. Scales, you're, you're, you're dust. Yeah. That's a tough You're one. scaled. Yeah. Fur it is. Fur. Especially if you have boots like that, then it's really handy. Oh, yeah. Boots with the fur. Fur could... Fur would have it certain advantages. Yeah. Okay, Stephen. Would you rather be an average person in the present or a king of a large country 2,500 years ago? Mm. Oh, that's a tough one. Average person in the present. So I'm going to have to take a couple steps back. Right. Because right. you're an exceptional. Uh, I mean, Stevens an, an incredible. At least above He's average. like a hero. Yeah. He's like an Ajax. Right. Reads it mythological series. Yeah. Um, Dude, they had it pretty rough back in the day. Uh, but I have lived in this moment. It'd be kind of cool to see what it'd be like to be royalty back in the. Yeah, I mean. Right, why not? Let's try it. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'd rather do King of Warcraft. Yeah. Country. Yeah. The only thing I struggled with back then is seeing like the, the tough shit. Oh, there's a lot of it. Yeah. We don't even begin to grasp. Right. Like we think we know what bad things are, but back then there was no Walmart, no Walmart, and you know what that means? Yeah, no nothing, no hospitals, no rules. Oh, you don't want that anymore? It's gone. Just cut it off. <laughs> Headache, <sighs> drill a hole in your head. Yeah, but yeah. I try that still. Let's see what happens. See Stephen Pitts, sir. Mm -hmm. Question number three tonight: number three. Would you rather suddenly be ejected? Elected, sorry, erect, uh, sorry. The other one. Steven, question number three of the night. <laughs> Would you rather suddenly be elected a senator or suddenly become a CEO of a major company? In quotations, you won't have any more knowledge about how to do either job than you do right now. Oh, I would way rather be a CEO. I just, politics right now are so annoying. <laughs> this is like a no-brainer for me. Too. I mean, I'm not even close. That. I mean, like, there's no chance I'd want to be a senator. Yeah, absolutely Which not. Which is sad to say. 
Because speaking of the olden days, was, you know, eight nineteen eighty two. This that's one of the highest honors. Our forefathers, right? Fourth of July weekend up here in Flathead. Yeah, I mean, it was the best of the best that got to be the senators, the the representatives, right? The legends. I mean, oh, we're far from that, right? It's a guy who's got a lot of money, yeah. or a gal that thinks she's got a lot of money. I know. Yeah, no, it's CEO for sure for me. CEO, <clears throat> CEO is. No yeah, brainer there. No brainer. All right, Stephen. Question number four. And we'll do a rapid, let's do a rapid fire five. Fire, I'll rapid do a fire. rapid fire five. Okay. Yeah, we'll get a little sippy poo of this. Delicious. The water. It tastes like punch. a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, dude. They're, 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 those are uh those are trouble. Those are trouble. We're getting we're getting the a lot, of, a lot of manipulation of the microphone today. It's the first time me doing a bot with these. Yeah. I'm trying to get you so. Yeah. Outside. But I'm trying to stay up in it. Hummingbirds. Yeah. I think that we've got some birds. Yeah. All right. Rapid five. Okay. Hit rapid five. Question number one of the rapid five. Stephen Pitts, would you rather live in a virtual reality where you are all powerful mm -hmm. or live in the real world? And be able to go anywhere, but not be able to interact with anyone or anything. Mm. God in a machine or ghost in the real world? I would uh, ba, ba, ba. God in the machine. I don't want to not be able to talk to people. Yeah. That'd be hard for me. Not doing it. Question yeah. number two. Would you rather have whatever you are thinking appear above your head for everyone to see? Or have everything you do live stream for anyone to see? Privacy Ooh. for your thoughts or privacy for you? Which do you value more? Uh, definitely keep my thoughts to myself. Yeah. Right? Because you told the line too many times in your thoughts just to see like, all right, what does this feel like to be? Oh, come back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do that on purpose for a reason. You know what I mean? Agreed. You could watch me walking around all day. I, I mean, there's times when I don't know why you'd want to watch me, but... Yeah, Probably keep my thoughts time. to myself. Yeah. Number three, would you rather be a reverse centaur or reverse mermaid merman? Here's a picture for reference. Mm. So it's a it's a horse with man legs or a human with a fish head. Correct. Those are pretty two pretty terrible choices. I'm going horse. Right? Because I he's got Wait, he's got legs. Is that he got six appendages? He's that's got, a win. That's a win right there. Yeah, the gills would be nice on Flathead though. That would. I'm going. I'm going the. Uh, I'm going the centaur. Yeah. Yeah. Now that because yeah. you know why. Uh huh. Horse cock lock. Let's go. I, I mean, that's a win. If you that get is, that appendage, that's all I want. Yeah, I get. Well, yeah, he's got seven. Now that you look at it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You see it there. He's looking good. He's looking great. Um, question number four. Would you rather have to read aloud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud? Would you rather have to read aloud every word you read? Um, it's like you go up to a stop sign. Stop. Wait, right. I, 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 I stop. just yelled at it. Yeah. Um, I would, the singing. I enjoy singing, so that'd be fine. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I, I yelled the wrong word. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. 
next question. Next question. Next question. Would you rather be a famous director or a famous actor, Steve? Mm. A director or an actor? I, let's go actor. Yeah. Would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or never get another cold? Uh, definitely never be stuck in traffic again. I don't get sick that often. Traffic thing's terrible. It is. Even Do Montana, you even? Is it? Dude, even Montana, it's just... Ugh. Montana shouldn't have it, though. Right, it shouldn't, but it, and it doesn't compare to most places, but for our own little... I mean, traffic is... Um... There's pros and cons, but I can handle the cold. That's just once. That's like once a year, maybe. Right. Traffic's like every week. Yeah. Too much. It's too much. Especially in Dallas, dude. Oh. Dallas, I mean, um, it's rough. It's greasy. I feel like I can die every time I go into the Dallas traffic. Right. It's a lot of questions. Some of them are nuts, but here we go. Would you rather be an amazing artist but not be able to see any of the art you've ever created Mm. or be an amazing musician but not be able to ever hear any of your music you create? I don't get to see period or I only can't see my art. Can't see your art. Okay. I'm going going with the uh, musician. I want to be a musician. That'd be sweet. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, if I can create cool stuff and it makes your life happier. Stephen Hoshaw, speaking of love and music. Big music guy right there. Big McCluskey's, Augustus, a.k.a. Gus Bus. Yep, Gus Bus. He'd probably appreciate the music more than the art. Yeah. I'd do it for Gus. I'd do the music for Gus. Yeah. Yeah. M- music needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, Stephen. This one is off the dome. And as I say, and as I say, last one, best one. Okay. Hit me. Steven Pitts. If you were in the wilderness, abandoned, alone, with one knife, would you rather be six feet face-to-face away from a Kodiak grizzly bear Mm -hmm. Or a mountain lion that hasn't eaten in five days? A mountain lion, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I've been face-to-face with both, and grizzlies are way scarier. What about a hungry? Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a cat. Kodiak's like a massive. Yeah. Kodiak brown bears, they're, they're big. Yeah. I haven't seen one of those face-to-face. Seen them. Seen grizzlies. I'll take the cat. I got I got a puncher chain. Remember that dude in Colorado that like bought the one? Where's it Colorado? This guy in Australia that punched out a kangaroo. No, there's a dude that had mountain lion attacked him and he like punched it and got away. No shit. You're not doing that with the gears anywhere. No way. No. I'd have a chance. Yep. Puncher's chance. Puncher's chance. Puncher's chance. Well, ladies and gentlemen. You got to keep giving yourself a puncher's chance in life because that's what you got to do. It's a great segue. Anyways, it's a beautiful day here. It's a beautiful day. In God's land of Montana, 
the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen Pitts. Tip of the cap. It has been an honor, sir. It's been a pleasure. I mean, we could keep talking for hours. Got a lot of stories. And Stephen will definitely be back on. I'm extending would the invitation. Legend. Would be would be yeah, uh, would be absolutely love to. Book it. And um had a great time tonight. We hope you had a great time too. If you enjoyed it, remember to share the shit out of this podcast. Share it with your mom, your dad, your uncle, your cousin, sister, daughter, dog, cat, on loop, rat, play. everyone. Mm-hmm. Do it. Because never, because no one can ever overdose on the good vibes. There Take we go. That. No one can overdose on the good vibes. There we go. Got to clean one. Um, and with that, we say so long. Adios. And have a good night. Have a good night.